Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Christy Brower with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. Hello. It's the Thursday Night Psychic Show. I know. I love it. I'm so happy to be here. Sorry we're late. We're having craziness, busy, crazy, busy stuff. Yeah. But we're here by George. Spring. It's kicking us in the butt. Mm. But. It is, yeah, it is most definitely, but we're excited to be here. So how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm just really, yeah, busy, run down. I, <laughs> run down, uh, busy, run down. Well, well, I had a steroid shot on Monday because of some joint stuff. And that's, you know, kind of made me feel larger than life. And, you know, so yeah. I honestly, but I, I told myself today, I'm like, you know, bro, you can't just live on steroid shots. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to figure something out here. But right. uh, no, I am good. I, I am. I have no complaints. Uh, you know, we had a moment of hilarity last night after we got off the show with you guys. <laughs> we sure did. That I am still laughing about. I can't even think about it without laughing. I laughed so hard. I cried when it happened. So we'll share it. <laughs> It was hilarious. After we ended and I went out, my husband was in the living room and he's like, what the hell is going on in there? (laughs) (laughs) So YouTube, sometimes we'll go in a long stretch where they refuse to monetize our videos yeah, because they have something in there they don't like. We don't really know. I mean, it's it's impossible to crack the YouTube code. Yes, but it is true crime. So sometimes we do talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, people being dismembered and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there is some understandability of it. Yeah. Well, like last year, we had a series called uh, Celebrity Death Roulette. Yes, we did. YouTube was like, yeah, no, you can't use the word roulette. (laughs) You are promoting dangerous activities. Yeah. (laughs) We were like, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. So we we're do good. have to be a little careful. And yet sometimes we'll have like murder right in the title and, you know, they monetize it. No problem. So we don't know. Yeah, it's super but crazy. after we got off with you guys last night, I w- we were still chatting and I was scrolling through our latest videos and saying how nice it is that everything has monetized and we haven't had to fight YouTube on them. And it's just nice. And so I was kind of distractedly talking. And I say to Christy, well, it's because YouTube has made a change and now they are allowing light pornography in videos and still monetize. That's what I said. (laughs) And Christy says, really? (laughs) And I said, yeah. And she said, how is that helping us? Pornography? (laughs) And I went... I didn't even hear it until she said it the second time. And then I stopped it. I was like, no, no, not pornography. We're not doing pornography. I uh, know. What was the word I meant? Profanity. 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 I still want to say pornography. It was profanity. So YouTube is allowing light profanity, which is monetizing more of our videos because we do swear here and there. Anyway, but it has nothing to do with pornography. <laughs> it, it definitely doesn't. I was very confused. She was just very deadpan. We were on still like we are right now, just not recording. And she's just looking at me like, she, what the hell? What's, what's up, stupid? Don't you understand what I'm saying? And I'm like, pornography? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was pretty great. 
It was a pretty <laughs> epic moment. It's too yeah. bad we weren't live because you guys were glad. But it was I was like, dude, can you hear the words coming out of your mouth? <laughs> when I said it the first time, and she goes, really? <laughs> I was like, I instantly am trying to like, wait a minute. YouTube is allowed. They allow pornography. What? <laughs> wait a minute. How does how does that have to do with us? <laughs> oh no, innocuous says. Pornography roulette is next. Yeah. <laughs> light. Yeah. It's only light pornography, though. Maybe we'll do a show <laughs> that is death by pornography. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> we oh had just re- we had just recorded a, a new Patreon uh, episode that is called um, what's it called? It's oh, instant called karma. Instant karma. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and it's funny, and it'll break later tonight. And we had laughed really hard making that because there were some really funny cases in it. Yeah. And then the whole pornography debacle happened, and <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused, you guys. Like, what did allowing light pornography have to do exactly with this? Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. I'm well, I want steroids. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I think so. Steroid brain. Well, I want to take a minute to welcome our chatters. We have so many coming in. Hey, JR and Patsy, Bianca, RJ, Oga, JR and RJ. I get real worried when you're not both here. Uh, Christy, um, Aaron. Let's see. Oh, I scrolled too fast. Sorry. Uh, Lauren, (laughs) Gigi, Katz. Anybody else I haven't said? No, you're all here. Renee. 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 Yeah, innocuous. It's so nice to have you all here. Welcome, welcome. Yes. 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 Okay. JR says maybe Christian pornography. So some kind of like Lori Vallow spinoff. I don't hmm. I don't even uh, <laughs> I don't want to go there. Paranormal murder porn. <laughs> There's a thought that I don't know if we can keep that light. And it was only light. Yeah. Pornography it was only allowed. So <laughs> That means the lights were on during. No, never. Mind. No, Mm-mm. not going there. <laughs> Hello, Actually, what Oriana. I do, hey, Oriana, is tell you what I was doing today, and if you are oh. watching live, I will show you. Yeah, I got my kitty tattoo done. Some yes. of you know I've been talking about this for months that I wanted to get a um, portrait of my kitty Spree, who is sixteen. And I gave her a crown of jewels and a neck piece of jewels. And so here's one picture. It it was done today, just this afternoon. And I think it turned out so good. I'm so happy with it. It is gorgeous. She did a beautiful beautiful. job. And it looks just like the picture I gave her of her, really. It's Mm -hmm. so pretty. Oh, yeah. She captured Spree really well. And you can't see the lower jewels in this picture very well. But there are two down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. My cursor is though you guys can see that I'm quite sure you can't. She did the jewels beautifully. Yeah, she did. she did a great job. Yeah, she does. Um, she does gemstone tattoos, and so mm-hmm. anyway, it turned out so good. I'm so happy with it. Um, my arms feel hot and sore because I was in the chair for four hours, but mm-hmm. four and a half actually. That's awesome. We have found the best artist. Oh, we have. She's it's, so talented. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's fun to visit with. Like, it's she nice is. to be in her office. Their office in general is. is a shit show. But in her little part of the office is wonderful. And she's super is nice. Yeah. 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 
Yes. So her name anyway, is Wendy, by the way, at Thompson Tattoo in Idaho Falls. If anybody yes. is interested, she's the one that also On did Lomax. this piece. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But that to look at that picture in comparison to my cat, you would just die mm. to see. It's so much like her. It's so. But cool. you're not going to grab her and cram her face in front of the camera. I am not because she scratches real hard. I um, know. <laughs> I just wanted to see it. That's all. Yeah, you did because she's kind of naughty to you. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. She won't get out of a chair for you. That's for damn sure. No, uh-uh. when she's in a chair, that is her, that is her damn chair. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm so pleased. So that's what I did today. Well, good job. You know, that talk about spree reminds me a little of a cat you or a dog you used to have. Yeah. <laughs> so Christy Which and Rhonda one? used to have a dog named Lucy. Oh. And Lucy was kind of like a little black lab. She, was, she wasn't very big. And she was a yeah. darling dog who was a sweetheart until the end of her life. She just got a little grumpy about certain things. <laughs> and... <laughs> Possibly everything. For I don't some know. Some reason, like the last couple of years before she passed, whenever we'd go camping, for these guys to get her in and out of their camper, they'd have to kind of lift her and make her go. And <laughs> she was so mean about it. <laughs> and oh, they'd be sitting around the campfire arguing. I did it last time. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> it's because she'd snap right in your face and try to like bite you mm-hmm. as you were lifting her up. So they'd wrestle her into the camper with her fighting and, oh my gosh, anyway. Yeah, naughty. I'm going to post a picture of my kitty. It was funny. (laughs) It it, it was funny. It was funny. Because I didn't have to wrestle her into the camper. Yeah, because it wasn't you. I am going to post a picture. Oh, how did I manage that? Yeah. I guess Spree's in charge of the show tonight. Go for it, Spreedle Deedle. I don't know what happened. Something's gone wrong here. Huh. I don't know what's happened. I didn't do that. Oh. Start video. <laughs> How, what happened? Are we live? Oh, there we go. Oh, we are. Okay. Hey, guys. Um, I, I don't know what happened. I hit some. <laughs> anyway, what I was trying to say is I was going to show you a picture of my kitty. Uh, JR was asking so that you can see how much this picture looks like her. So if I can manage to do that without screwing us up yet again, here we go. This is my there. Yep. This is my tattoo of Spree. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. There she it is. Got her markings all right. She got her beauty mm-hmm. mark. Yeah. So yep, sorry about right. that. Binoculus says the kitty tattoo is hypnotizing us all. <laughs> I guess because I we don't know where we are or what we're know. doing. I did something weird, but um, it's done now. Okay, so anyway, I'm gonna hide those. But anyway, <laughs> if you just managed to uh, join us and wondered what the hell we're doing, we're looking at my new tattoo that looks like my cat spree, and you can see how much it looks like my cat spree. Mm-hmm. So anyway, awesome. Yeah, very very fun. Now we're swapped. (laughs) Nice three. Also, we're switched sides. I don't know. 
I really screwed up a lot of stuff here, my friends. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, who, what are we doing? It's okay. Here? Why are we here? Okay. Yeah. This I think it's like pornography. I'm pretty sure that's what this is. <laughs> it's, it's cat porn. That's, that's about mm. the only porn we would be producing would be cat porn. So anyway, we were kind of wondering, what are you all feeling? We, we want to do some readings for you tonight. We'd like to know kind of how you're feeling, what's going on with you. You know, what are you feeling like you need? And we're going to talk a little bit about what we're seeing in our clients mm-hmm. and give you a minute to tell us what kind of what you need and what you would like a reading on tonight. Uh, don't forget the super chat is on. Uh, no pressure mm-hmm. if you don't want to, but if you do want to, you can buy a sticker. And if you do that, it gives us a little tip. We always appreciate it if you can. Yeah. Um, so Katie, I know that you've, I'm not asking you a question about softball in case you were wondering, what have you been seeing in people this week? Oh, right. I yeah. combative behavior. Mm. Yeah. Combative behavior, stubborn behavior, a lot of uh, people, particularly in jobs. Oh my goodness. You know what? I mentioned this like three weeks ago yeah. and then it got a little better and now we're back to it. A lot of stubborn, passive aggressive bullshit behavior in jobs. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of it's wrapped up in fear, you know, if over people's own job and worry, but also just a lot of just kind of that, uh, you know, all for one or all for one. That's fine. I'll be right. Yeah. Yeah. All for one act, you know, behavior. People are just really, uh, you know, only taking care of themselves. And so that's kind of, that. that's a part of it that I'm seeing. I am seeing a lot of people feeling like they have a heaviness over them. Uh, been doing a lot of grounding and aura clearing work for mm-hmm. people that just are mm-hmm. feeling heavy. And I agree, Bianca, that full moon was a kicker. So we had the full yeah. moon in Scorpio on Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. Monday. And it's been, it was a biggie. Like my Scorpios loved it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else did not. Yeah. yeah. It seemed a little intense. People got a little more intense than usual. Yeah. 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 How about you? Well, I'm seeing a lot of relationships that have been sort of teetering on the edge, finally falling off the edge. Mm. I've been hearing that from quite a few people this week that a relationship that was like, yeah, we were struggling. Now we're like not even speaking or we're not even living in the same house. Is this relationship going to make it? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's kind of a purging time. I think we go through those periodically when certain relationships are really struggling that you'll go through a period where a lot of them will just end all at once. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm seeing that a lot with a lot of the people I've been talking to. And just a yeah. lot of, I, it's like we're going through another wave of awakening of empaths. Oh, yeah. I've talked to several brand new empaths recently mm-hmm. that are just really struggling and feeling all kinds of other people's emotions or physical pain and feeling all messed up emotionally and they can't figure out why. And it's because they're not, um, they're just, they don't know what's happening to them. Like mm-hmm. they haven't learned about being an empath yet. And a lot of us have been down that road for a long time. But if any of you are new to that, 
you know, and, and feeling if somebody's told you you were an empath or you just seem to be feeling other people's emotions a ton mm-hmm. let us know in the chat and we'll talk more about that because it's definitely something I'm seeing is that it's like a new crop or popping up. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. A new crop of empaths. Mm-hmm. Agreed with that entirely. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people in the comments saying that uh, they're feeling anxious. Yeah. A lot of anxiety. Yeah. Well, and I have to tell you that I had a class planned that I'm still going to do, but it's going to be next week now. It was supposed to be this week for spirit school. And it was on staying grounded and managing your root chakra in crazy times. And then the internet would not let me run it. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) And this has been a crazy week and my wife is having surgery and we just have all this stuff going on. So I'm teaching it next week. So if you're not in spirit school yet, come to spirit school because I'm going to teach a bunch of root chakra stuff and how and ways to kind of find your center again when things in this world throw you off. Mm -hmm. And clearly I was not grounded enough when I tried to teach it on Tuesday because I couldn't stay online. I couldn't stay on the air. I will tell you, though, that several platforms this week have had trouble with people going live. Yep. Isn't that weird? It's not just be live. Facebook and um, Ecamm is another one that all have had glitches with live streaming. Yeah. I mean, we almost didn't make it live last night. Yeah. There was a, we had a notice from be live that we may not Mm -hmm. be able to go live, that they were working on it. Mm -hmm. And then we did just fine. But it's mm-hmm. an interesting thing. Something's going on because you see it in the technology, too. Mm-hmm. But come join us in spirit school if you don't know. Well, about we that. did have I know last week. I'm not sure about this week, but I'm going to assume yes, because last week we had a lot of solar flares. There was a yeah. big solar storm happening. And that I'm imagining is, uh, you know, spilling on over into this week. And solar yeah. flares can create a ridiculous amount of uh, disturbances in electronics and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So something's been up. But if you don't know about Spirit School, it is where we teach. We do a live meditation and two metaphysical classes next month, three, um, for Mm -hmm. you. And if you want to join that, you can do that by going to the homepage of our YouTube channel and just click on uh, join. And it's our membership. $14.99 $14.99 a month and you get those free classes. So anyway, interesting that we're seeing a lot of anxiety because it's a lot of root chakra stuff. Yeah. And uh, that root chakra stuff is, or that anxiety is root chakra stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we'll work on it some tonight, but I'm going to be teaching on it very specifically on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the Schumann residence to see if that has anything to do with I wonder. I hadn't heard anything about the Schumann residence in a little while. Where we're at, well, it's nine today, which is really? very low. That's like very normal, yeah. normal. We haven't been normal in some time, uh, but it looks like on. Well, I mean, we're never normal, but I mean, if you're talking about the Schumann residence. Yeah. Uh, it looks like on <laughs> Monday, though, it was 62 and on Sunday it was 67. So it's been a little bit higher. So if you're not familiar with the Schumann resonance, the Schumann resonance is the it's measured in megahertz. It was discovered in 
the 60s, 50s, in the 50s, by a gentleman by the last name of, guess, Schumann. Um, and, or is it Resonance? No, it's Schumann. And, I thought it was going to be Jones. I, that was, I was totally going with Jones. Right. And it's a frequency that the earth emanates. And yeah. it, it's measured in megahertz. It is considered to be the heartbeat of the earth. Mm-hmm. And it was the same from like, I think 1953 when he discovered it up until around 2013. And then it started like having these big fluctuations. Yeah. It's been 7.83 for a billion years, right? I don't know about a billion years from the fifties to now. And mm-hmm. then in 2013, it started going way up and spiking, like clear up the power of it. So the power is not the same. The power is usually around nine. And we were seeing the power of it spiking up to like 95. There were a couple of days that it was well over 100 for the first time in recorded history. And scientists don't actually know why that's happening. But energy workers have discovered that on days that it's really high, those are typically days that people are feeling really intense. It's really interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. I find it interesting, interesting that they don't really know where that frequency is coming from. Like, yeah, what is causing that? Mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating because there's so much stuff we don't know, you know? Oh, so we, much. Yeah. As humans, we kind of tend to think we kind of got it all figured out now. And we definitely do not have it all figured out now. And the human resonance is a great example. You know, that. nothing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But it is an interesting correlation to... When I have days that I have clients just climbing out of their skin and I'm feeling it too, and the world just seems like it's on fire, go check the Schumann because a lot of times you'll see solar flares and you'll see the Schumann resonance, right? And that energy, that shift in energy and shift in um, vibration and frequency, it has a huge impact on us, whether traditional science will tell us that or not we know that it does because we see Mm -hmm. it in the collective when you start seeing everybody having anxiety at the same time or you know everybody feeling Mm -hmm. so tired they can't get out of bed at the same time that kind of thing Mm -hmm. something is causing that yeah 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 super interesting super super interesting oh yeah and i love the study of the human residents i keep a pretty close eye on it yeah, because I think it's fascinating that all of these things, is. you know, that create the cocktail of things that help affect the way we feel. Yeah. And then when you throw into it the full moon, you know, because, I mean, you talk to anyone who works in an emergency room or for a police department and they'll tell you, oh, yeah, the full moon brings forward some serious bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. oh, and domestic violence, too, man. We know oh, yeah. we worked in domestic violence that mm-hmm. you nobody wanted to volunteer to be um, on call the week of the full moon because you knew that weekend was going to be crazy and it always was oh most definitely yeah yep well and more babies are born yeah it's just uh it's one of those times that uh creates a lot of motion on the planet it's well, very you know, interesting the, the moon the lunar cycles have a pretty significant impact on the earth itself mm-hmm. and we're just animals, baby. You know, it just right. has just as much, whether we like to admit it or not, we are. And we are just as yeah. affected as any other living thing on this planet. When the planet itself is affected, so are we. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
without All right. doubt. Well, well, you think about how you feel around the time of a big natural disaster. Ugh. And this is really interesting Yikes. because sometimes people, empaths a lot of times are crazy good barometers yep. to earthquakes, to tsunamis. You know, they, a lot of times people will start feeling uncomfortable in their skin, feeling pressure in their head, just feeling off and weird. And within a day or two, there's an earthquake. And it's not necessarily, yeah. maybe it's in China, you know, it's not necessarily anywhere near you, but empaths a lot of times will start feeling that yep. building before it happens. And then when it Definitely. happens, they go, oh, that must be, you know, yeah. that's really interesting as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've found it interesting for a long time. I have mm-hmm. um, woken up and went, oh, hell, there was a big earthquake and looked it up and, and there was many mm-hmm. times in my life. Yeah crazy yeah well should we jump in and do some questions yes okay so i'm gonna take Gigi's question but would you take patsy's patsy said would like to know why i feel like a slight pull of hair on the top of my head not a firm pull but aware of it it's crown chakra yes i loved this question do you want to go first uh go ahead and then i'll go i'll go with Gigi. Okay, it is crown chakra. This is a way that some angels, guides, and people who have passed will get your attention because your crown is really sensitive. I mean, if you put your hand up in here and don't touch your hair, but just be above your hair, you will feel it. Yeah, That force field there is really, really sensitive to touch. Mm-hmm. And so I've had many, many people who've passed over the years tell me, that's how I get her attention. They give you yep. a little buzz mm-hmm. in the crown the and it might even feel or be a tiny tug of hair, but that is somebody getting your attention. I think for you, it's your guides, but then mm-hmm. that's how they're getting your attention to talk to you. So when that happens, take a breath and then ask if there's anything you need to know. There isn't always, sometimes it's just a reminder that they're there, you know, a little show yeah. of a, uh, solidarity and support but sometimes there's a message so just stop breathe with it and just ask if there's anything you need to know but yeah you're getting contacted that's what's happening there interesting isn't it yeah it is i love it love it i've felt it many times and so i love it when other people ask about it because i'm like yeah been there so Mm -hmm. Gigi says i'm doing a job at home i will be sewing for a business do you think it will be a good job for me i do i feel really positive about it The only thing is I feel like you're going to have to have real clear boundaries Mm -hmm. about your time and what you're willing to do and not willing to do. And, you know, just being clear about what you're comfortable with. But I actually feel like it's going to be really um, satisfying. The work itself is very satisfying Mm -hmm. and that it's going to be nice for you. I I feel like it's real positive. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited for you. Uh, Bianca would like a clearing. You want to do that for her? Absolutely. Yep. Actually, let's do a group clearing. Okay. I think everyone in this room could use an aura clearing. Because that's what I'm seeing. Just heavy auras. Mm -hmm. So your aura is the extension of your body. Well, it's your spirit body, right? So, you know, when someone says you're in my bubble, or when you say, you know, (laughs) you're in my bubble, as we all say, you know, all the time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or at least think. That's your spirit. 
that's that extension of you that feels a little too personal for other people to just be standing all up in. Right. And your aura tends to be, it's kind of like a cobweb in a sense. It is sticky and it picks up energy around you. We usually call that a, you know, energetic debris or psychic debris. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you are, right? If you are, or where you are in your life, maybe you're picking this up at work, out in the world. Maybe it's coming from other family members. Maybe it's just collectively, you know, the psychic air is not very clean right now, you know? And so it doesn't necessarily come from the same place all the time, but that heavy aura is interesting because it will make you feel tired. It will make you feel kind of uncomfortable in your skin. And just like you really need to like break away from that. So sometimes, I mean, I, Christy and I both see it differently, uh, you know, and also the same probably sometimes, but for me, a lot of times it looks like you have a heavy layer of ash that's settled over you. Mm, We need to pull off. Christy, lots of times I've heard you call it, uh, look like a, like a big wet, heavy wool blanket is thrown Mm -hmm. over somebody. Or a dirty window. Sometimes it looks like a dirty window too. Yeah. Yeah. So clearing the aura sometimes makes an enormous difference in how you feel. So let's do that. So everybody just close your eyes here for a minute and breathe with me. And then I'd like you to envision a really powerful beam of light emanating from your heart out into your aura, into your spirit. And keep letting that light continue to emanate, filling up your frequency, filling up your aura, letting it get bigger and bigger until that debris breaks away. And keep just letting that energy run. The frequency is going to get higher and higher. That light will get brighter and brighter. And eventually, with a crack, all of that extra debris, all that psychic debris will just crack and break off of your aura. And then we'll just send all of that debris into the earth. Then you don't have to let your aura stay that big. Let it retract. But now you can breathe. So when your aura is really heavy like that, you almost feel like you can't expand, you can't breathe. So I love that analogy. And then let's just start at your feet and lift you up and pull anything off of you that doesn't belong there. Almost like peeling off an extra skin off of your aura itself. So peeling the bubble. Pull that clear off the top of your head. It's almost like taking off a dress, right? You're peeling out the outside layer. And we're going to just throw that into the earth. And then starting at your feet, just envision a bright tangerine aura of light. Big, thick blanket of tangerine light just wrapping all the way around you. All the way to the top of your head, just wrapping you up in something bright, something brilliant, something nourishing. Now, if the color that you are seeing come out here is not tangerine, that's fine. Maybe you needed something else today. That's okay, too. Okay. All right. 
So we filled it, we cracked it, <laughs> and cleaned it up. So that's a really easy exercise, but I think it's really effective in just clearing off what doesn't belong to you, what does, you don't need anymore. So with that being said, uh, Christy, as you move on, I am going to still run through Bianca quick and make sure she's cleared up good. Okay. But that's that's a good start for everybody. Yeah. Uh, JR says, what was the real reason the relationship between my former best friend and I didn't work out? And is there any hope left? And, you know, I was asking about this a minute ago, JR, and it's like the two of you are walking down a path and then a fork in the road comes and you each take a different direction. I just feel like you really grew in different ways and just didn't fit each other's lives anymore. And and I don't feel like there is any hope left. And I'm sorry to say that. I don't want to be negative. But at the same time, I do want to be honest. And I don't feel that your lives are going to intersect again. That happens sometimes with friends, you know, that we just, we end up with um, a time in which our lives fit together. And then there's a time when they don't. And I feel like that's what happened here is that you just came to a time when the two of you grew in different ways. You became people that didn't fit one another anymore. And that's why I, you know, that's the underlying reason why, in spite of whatever else went on, the underlying reason is that it used to be easy and now it's not. And when that happens with a relationship, you just, you move on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm sorry, because I know that's painful. Um, no. But I do feel like it was the right thing for both of you that that this person just didn't feel like they that you fit in their life anymore. Yeah. And they really didn't fit yours either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christy, uh, mm -hmm. I would really like to look into your dad. I would like a little bit more information. I uh, would love his first name and anything else that you want to share to help us get there. Uh, I'm looking at it uh, as we're talking and I just, honestly, I feel like I need a little more to get there for you. And so uh, if you can at least let us know what his name is and what the circumstances or situation was behind his death, I would love to take a look at that and see if we can tune into him. So I'd like to know when he died, what his name is and what the general circumstances were. And I will do my best for you. Yeah. I don't want to leave you hanging on that. Yeah. Awesome. Did but I, I also, Christy? unless we are, yeah, her name is Christy. Unless no, we no, did I miss her question. Oh, I did. Uh, I'm sorry. Hi. Unless we're like interfacing together, uh, you know, it's going to turn into something like too big and long for radio. So, I, mm -hmm. so a little more help would be perfect. So yeah, definitely. Give you our best work. Yeah. Okay. Did you have anything you wanted to share with Bianca? Uh, Bianca, you had some uh, two things. Your throat was really balled up. And so I cleared that out and then I cleared out the base of your spine, like right around your hips. There was some real worry that had uh, really coagulated there. Coagulated. That's, that's a weird energy word. That's really not, but it really, uh, you know, uh, combined there, built up there. So I cleared that as well. Nice. Yep. 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 Great. I'm going to do some energy healing for RJ. Do you want to take a look at Oriana's question? Yes. Yes. Okay, Christy, thank you. I will absolutely get to you. I promise. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Oriana. Okay. She said she's been so tired all week. My boss has been super snarky with me. What should I do? 
You know, oh, as much as I hate to say it, I think you should start looking for a new job. I do. That place has stressed you beyond belief. And I don't feel like it's you. Like the snark that you're getting from your boss, I don't think it has anything to do with you. I think that they are super stressed. And that this office is kind of toxic, you know? And I know that, you know, this job came into your lap when you needed it. And that's great. I don't suspect that you're going to go quit before you find something else. But I would be looking if I were you. I don't think it's going to be tenable to stay there long term. In the meantime, get your crystals out, girl. Get your selenite in your bra. Get a rose quartz in your pocket. You know, do some things for you that just help to keep you a little more clear, a little more sustained there. But more than anything, recognize that so much of the unhappiness in that office has nothing to do with you. You are just uh, you're taking hits from it because there's some anger, some resentment, some BS going on there. So I'm sorry that's happening. But that's my best advice is that really you start thinking beyond this place because you don't deserve that. And I feel like they go in cycles. It's kind of like a the cycle of domestic violence over there, you know. It gets better for a while and you go, okay, this isn't terrible. I know they sent you flowers last week, right, for a Administrative Assistance Day. That's and right. it's like, oh, this doesn't suck. And then the next day, somebody's awful, you know. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to turn into something good. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Uh, let's see. Let me talk to RJ real quick and then let's get to Christy. Yeah. So RJ, you really had quite an attachment in your solar plexus. So solar plexus attachments generally are about somebody draining your energy, kind of maybe needing you a little too much, taking advantage, expecting too much from you. I did pull that attachment and balanced your energy body. But look at your relationships. Who is relying on you too heavily? And how can you set some clearer boundaries to stop that? I feel like that's what was going on. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's grab Stella really quick. There's a few here that we could answer in like, like super quick. Okay, you want to do that first? Yeah. So okay. Stella said she gave her notice uh, to her job. She planned to stay a little bit longer, but it's just feeling too burned out. She wanted to know if she'll be able to find a good part-time job while she refocuses on goals and returns full-time in the fall. I absolutely feel like you will. I feel like this comes in the form of a friend, Stella, that uh, either you go to work for a friend who has a little business that needs some help or that, uh, you know, you have a friend that can hook you up with something. But I keep feeling like there's a little networking that'll happen here that'll help hook you up with that. I think you will end up with something that's a real no brainer of a job, right? That you just get to go do. It's fun. I feel like you'll be like, uh, are you really paying me for this? <laughs> right? Because you're used to busting your ass nonstop. Mm -hmm. And this job won't be like that. It'll be pretty low key. And it'll take you a little while to get comfortable with that because you're so used to being like hyper vigilant, working really hard. It's not going to be like that. And that will give you the emotional space to be able to refocus on your goals. So yeah, and good for you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. Do you want to take Paula also? Because I would really like to talk with Corin. Absolutely. Yep. So Paula's smelling a cologne or perfume she doesn't recognize. Any idea who it is? I don't think it's someone you know. I think it's someone who followed you home. <laughs> mm, nice. I'm tapping into that. I do feel like there is a spirit around you 
that you don't know. This is someone who it's a uh, younger. Well, I don't know if she's younger now, but she feels younger to me. She told me that she recognizes you as a mother figure. So she's uh, hanging around you because you feel safe. You feel motherly. Um, I'm just going to ask her. I want to make sure she's actually crossed over. I'm not really sure why she's looking for a mother figure. Yeah, she has. She just really likes you. I'm just going to ask her to not be a pest. You know, I, I, she's not scary. I mean, she's just a little sweetheart. She's only, I would say when she passed, she was probably around 18. And yeah, she's just resonating with you. So I asked her to please not be weird. I don't think that she is. She's just, you know, not bad, scary. This isn't nefarious. She just likes you. Don't be weird. Be <laughs> spirit. <laughs> Don't be weird, Kay. Like her name is her name is Lisa. And <laughs> say, like, yeah, don't leave don't wet towels in the bathroom, okay? And don't like drink right. all the milk and then put the carton back in the no. fridge. <laughs> She's not gonna stay Paula, but I think from time to time you'll smell her again. Yeah, I do. But just know her name is Lisa and she just loves you. She loves your energy. You feel like a comfort, like someone safe for her, and that's why she's around. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well, Corin says, was finally diagnosed autistic and with ADHD last month and recovering from autistic burnout for the past year. It's a relief and makes sense, but not sure how to reset myself and life to move forward right now. Well, first of all, if you aren't already, I would suggest that you join a couple of groups online for adults with autism. I feel like it would help you a lot to interact with people who've maybe had this diagnosis, had, had the diagnosis officially a little longer and can guide you. But I also feel like really it's just about what do you want to do? It doesn't matter if you have autism or ADHD or anything else. The question really is now what? If you could choose what you do next, what would it be? And work toward that. And I don't mean to put a lot of pressure on you because that can sound like a lot. I'm just saying that just because you have these diagnoses does not mean that you can't take the steps forward in your life that you want to take. So I just want to encourage you to do that. But I also think that it would help you a lot. And, and there's lots of them and some of them are regional. So you could join one in your area. They might even have some in-person meetups or online meetups with other adults who are diagnosed with autism and other adults who are diagnosed with ADHD. Get some advice from people who've been at this a while. Because they're the ones that are really going to know how to guide you and help you beyond just doing what feels right. What do you want to do? And don't be afraid to do that thing. There's no reason why you can't. Mm -hmm. You know, don't let anybody tell you that because you have a, this diagnosis or that diagnosis, you can't do this or that thing. It is not true mm -hmm. at all. This is just you understanding better for yourself how you interact with the world and how your brain works. Yeah. So now that you know that, and that makes life easier for you, what do you want to do with your life, Corn? And go do it, you know? Yeah. But talk to some other adults that have experience with this. I feel like that will help you a lot. You, you need a community. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Miss Christy, let's do it. Yeah. So, her dad's name is Daryl. Okay. And she was told that he was shot or committed suicide. 
and he died in 1980. So it's been, it's been a good amount of time. Uh, Christy, I do have him around you. He is, uh, oh, and her son, he and her son share a birthday. Wow. Oh, he's Aww. a cancer. Oh, okay. God loves well, cancers the best. God does love cancers the most. So. I, I thought it was Sagittarians, but you know, that's whatever. <laughs> I resonate with this. Okay, mm-hmm. Christy. I do believe that he was actually shot. I do. This was a friend or a supposed friend. I do feel like he was kind of messed up into some stuff, you know, and he had been living a little hard. I feel like this was someone who was supposed to be his friend and that there was some kind of dust up going on. I feel like this could have been about substance abuse. It could have been about money, but it was about something really charged that had these two people way at odds. And I feel like he was shot and that they kind of tried to arrange it to make it look like it was a suicide, but really messy, really messy. And so I think that, uh, you know, it was a, it was hard to know. I also feel like the police weren't all that interested in it because they, because they weren't, you know, I feel like they, it was easy to walk away from this one that they didn't see it as a priority. And so they didn't. So, uh, but, but that's what I see happening. That's what he's showing me is that that's what happened. Um, he just wants you to know that you have done so, he says so much better than he did. And that you have really made something of yourself in your life. And he's really proud of that and really proud of you. I feel like he actually serves as a guide for your son quite a bit. You know, when he died, he was not healed. He was, there was a mess in him that healed over time. And then he's really been able to step up and be, you know, the kind of grandpa in heaven. He never would have been able to be on earth. I I don't want to say never. That's so unfair. But he, he was not living that way at the time, you know. But at any rate, honey, uh, that's that's what I do believe happened to him. I don't think this is something that will ever really come to justice or anything, really. It's just, you know, because there really wasn't much follow up. But mm. that's where I feel like it's at. It's so really but my heart goes out to you. You talk to him, honey. You talk to him. I think you already do sometimes. I think there's a real weird energy in you about like, how do I connect to this person, to this energy? Just talk to him. He's around you. He's actually super funny. I think that might be a part of him that you do or don't know about him, but he's actually kind of snarky and funny and has an awesome sense of humor. That's what I wish you really would get to experience from him, you know, now. Yeah. But that's what I've got for you. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. It's nice to get some closure, I think, and just some knowledge about what's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if it's news like that, I mean... But if that sucks to not know. In either case, that's that's a very right. Death. Right. In either in either way. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are so welcome, Christy. My honor. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, she um, didn't know him. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's funny. Know that he's, he's <laughs> kind of like salty and sarcastic and funny. You know, I get a feeling that he uh, that Christy's got his uh, sense of humor. I'm, I'm guessing she does. I kind of yeah. feel like you will if you think about it. You've got some of his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I just feel that. Yeah. I wanted to say Corin asked if there's any way to schedule an appointment with me rather than finding me when I'm online or not on the app. And yes, there is because I'm not on the app very much right now. So 
If you want to schedule an appointment with me directly, just go to our website, truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com and send me a message. And I will get back with you and tell you how to set that up. Perfect. Because, yeah, I do take direct um, appointments as well as working on the app. Mm -hmm. These guys are cracking me up in the chat because we have a Kimberly Davis in the house. I saw this. Someone else who said that she, uh, her mother is also named Kimberly Davis. And they agreed that there was a Kim Davis who refused to get marriage licenses to gays and was a real twat about it. And they were sure embarrassed by her behavior. She does not deserve to bear the name Kim Davis. That's what we know. I yeah, Christy know. is salty and sarcastic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Our kind of girl, right? Yeah. That cracks me up. But yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, yeah, that Kim Davis was a real. Yeah. Well, let's see. What can I say? We're allowed light profanity. <laughs> she was a real. Um... Well, one of my favorites is Dick Smack. I don't know why it's so inappropriate, but she was a real Dick Smack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what is it with that word? I like that. So, I do not know. But you know, I also am really fond of the word ass monkey. And I don't even know what that means, to be honest. It's probably something awful and I should never say it again, but I like that one too. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. I have a couple <laughs> friends I could text right now and they'd probably tell me to. Do not look that up in Urban Dictionary. You will not be no. I'm afraid some of my gay male friends would be like, do not ever say that again. <laughs> never say that, that again. Um <laughs> Lauren's got a question for us. She says, my son is getting ready to go to grad school. I want to know if he will find a sense of direction and confidence. He struggles socially. socially. No, he's getting ready to graduate high school, not go to grad school. Okay, let's let's be real here. Okay. Um, You know, Lauren, I do feel like it's going to take him a little while to to find his... uh, his footing and that he's going to need some support from you. I feel like he will eventually. Yes. But is it going to be right away? No, I feel like he's going to need a fair amount of support. He's and, you one know, it's, of those boys that takes a little bit longer to really bloom and find himself. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but we have in our family that the girls when they graduate high school are like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And they've laid it all out and they're way more prepared mm-hmm. than the boys are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I feel like he's going to be one of those. I feel like he will get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take him a little extra time. Yes. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. So Kimberly has a husband that was killed in Iraq and she wanted to know uh, that he's okay. She said it's been 15 years and she misses him every day. Kimberly, I got to tell you something. The first thing I felt from him when I read that question relates to another soldier that died that I know. And so I'm going to share a little bit of his story with you so I can help you understand what I'm seeing from your husband. So I had a client years ago whose son was killed in the Coast Guard in an accident. They were uh, rescuing a vessel and some of their equipment malfunctioned and he was crushed. He was only about 24, 25. Mm. And of course it was, you know, friggin' horrible. And his poor mom, anyway, you can, I, you can imagine the details. It was awful. He didn't die immediately. He was extremely injured for several months and then he passed. And Mm. anyway, so I've worked with her for years and years and years. And about two years after he died, he told us that he now had a calling 
or a purpose. I call it a job, but that's kind of more his, there's jobs on the other side. They just aren't, you know, mm-hmm. they're not gainful. They're, they're passions, right? Right. They're, and his job was to as- help other soldiers, help other soldiers that were passing, help escort them, which I thought was so interesting. And then he showed me that he had soldiers who had died that helped him to transition. And I thought that was so interesting and that he had taken that up to help others who had died. So I'm telling you that because when I tuned in to your husband, he showed me something almost identical. So I almost, I had to check in and be like, wait a minute, this is, this story is too familiar. Is this, right? Um, am I projecting what I know? No, no, I'm not. He's been doing the same thing. It's almost That's like so there's cool. a, there's a collective of them. Anyway, so I want you to know that, that. he has me. quite the job, though he's around you in the family a lot, a lot. But this this is the uh, the self appointed uh, passion project that he does have, and that is to be there and be a part of assisting soldiers who are crossing over. But I want to give you a message from him. So he called you sweetheart, and he put his hand on your shoulder. And he said, hi, sweetheart. It's been a long time. Even though I'm with you every day. I know that you miss me and I miss you too. I want you to know that I will never, (laughs) I'll never be able to show enough gratitude for the way you have kept me alive and kept my memory alive. And he says that you still do everything every year to mark him his life and his passing and you know, that you, you, you've been really amazing about that and how much he loves and appreciates that. So he's okay. You know, he says that you have carried on. He said that this nearly destroyed you. The first year was extremely hard and you've carried on and he wants you to know he's really proud of that. He also told me that you're a warrior yourself and he always knew you'd be tough, but yeah, that's awesome. But he's a sweetheart. Such a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I love that that's the job he's doing. I think that's so neat. Now, well, now I'm fascinated because this is, because this is the second time I've heard this and seen right. this now. Interesting. It makes Our sense. Our mom works in a library. She sure does. Which makes all the sense because the woman was a fiend for books. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and was she an elementary worked, school teacher. Uh, yeah, I was an elementary school teacher. She works in what I would call the Akashic Records. Yeah. But I that's not what she calls them. And when I've tried to call them that before, she's like, no. <laughs> that's a very huge, you know, how it is. We make up words for things because we don't know what they are. Right. And then things happen on the other side and we sort of have some awareness of what it is, but not a full awareness. Mm-hmm. Now, Maureen did ask us how her friend Obi died. And I asked for a little more info. I think we need a little more info on Obi before we can answer that question. Yes. So if Maureen doesn't have a chance to get back to us, we might have to answer that one next week. Um, But certainly we can. Oh, here we go. Oh, Oh, he was a kindred spirit of mine. Yeah. 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 Does feel like it, doesn't it? He did. Boy, he had some... uh, it just, I mean, this was just straight up mental health stuff, you know, yeah, it was. but he's showing me is he had something in him that was convincing him all the time that the world would be better without him. 
And yeah. he had a sense that he was a fraud because he was always mm-hmm. trying to fit in. He was always kind of, he did and then he didn't, you know, but he just, he didn't know how to relate to people. I mean, I think people would be surprised to hear that because I don't think that's actually true. But in his mind, he wasn't, because the mind chatter that was going on versus the person that he presented were so different. Yeah, it was a delusion that he had. He had some mental health stuff going on that I do feel like, uh, you know, that he just, he was in so much pain. So actually, honey, I do feel like that's true. I do want you to know that he's well now, though. Yeah, he's okay. And he's crossed over. You know, some people get told that, you know, people who commit suicide go to a horrible place. It's not true at all. Not true at all. We could have a whole show with with uh, just, we, and maybe we, we should do a suicide show. Honestly, I wonder if we should about the show. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we've worked on, we've worked in situations like that so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kimberly said, "Oh my goodness, I have cold chills." That described him to a T. He was a soldier through and through. I love knowing he's there for other soldiers. You brought me to tears and made my day. Oh, that's so sweet. That's what we do up in here. We make people cry. Well, we my, have been my husband says that's what time. I do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> in this line of work, you do often make people cry, but it's usually for a good reason, not a bad one. Right. Let's, let's hope it's never for a bad one, here? but yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really neat. Well, <laughs> yeah. she says, thank you. Just doesn't cover the piece I feel now. That's oh, nice. my honor. I'll tell you, Kimberly, I used to really hate mediumship, like really hate it. And because it's, it scared me and yeah. because I have an ego and that ego makes you not want to be wrong about anything. And mediumship right. puts you way out there. And I used to really be, uh, I hated it. <laughs> and when people would ask me to do it, I'd be like, oh, back this again. But <laughs> anyway, when my mom died and being able to communicate with her, it really changed my perspective on, okay, when you can help people at this level, you should, and it's right. ridiculous to shy away from it, really changed mediumship for me. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Makes a big difference a then, huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and so I've Christy. had to just get over my weird self and just not be weird. Right. Christy says, couldn't understand why he would choose to leave me. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a hard one. And, and you know, I, I want you to know as a mental health social worker and having worked in a lot of suicide situations that even when someone does complete a suicide, they are not choosing consciously to leave you. They really yeah. are out of their head in that moment. They're not yeah. rational anymore. Totally. Not that it doesn't feel that way because it does. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like, oh, I hate my family. That's why I'm going to do it. It's never that ever. Actually, a lot of people who commit suicide actually think you're better off without them mm-hmm. because those delusions, those voices and, you know, that terrible stuff that's going on in their heads is telling them that. Yeah. yeah. Often, way too often we hear that. Yep. Yeah. And Lauren, thank you for joining our chat for the first time. We're so yeah. glad you're here. Very nice to have you and all of you for sure. Yeah. yeah thank you all so much for joining us tonight as We just appreciate the opportunity to get to be here with you. We will be here for a couple of pop-ups this weekend, right? 
right? We're going to be here for a couple of pops this weekend. So. I really want to be. I do. We both have had some crazy <laughs> weekends, people. But yeah, yeah, I think we will get some pop-ups done this weekend. And uh, then we'll, of course, I just want to do a pop-up called You Big Idiot and just keep the conversation about dumb criminals going for a while. I know. <laughs> I love the dumb criminals conversation. It's hilarious. It is not as though I want people to be good at being criminals. But occasionally, I'm like, dude, come on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, step it up a little bit. Yeah. It, it, try at least a little. So anyway, mm -hmm. we will be back with some of that. And we'll be back next week with all our regular shows. Yes, we will. So thanks so much for joining us, you guys. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.